0: Keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Keep, going. Keep, going. <laughs> keep going. And hello to you everybody out there. Welcome back to Keep Going. I know I've said this probably every other episode, that I'm back, but do you know what? I've decided this series is a journey. I have to obviously report port to use, but then I have to disappear for a little bit. Live life, train, think and then come back. To quote the British actress Michaela Cole when she won an Emmy last year for I May Destroy You, she said in her speech, in a world of visibility, don't be afraid to take a step back. Especially in today's social media world, sometimes it's okay to just do your own thing. Here's the thing, if you had seen me in the streets or just anywhere not online, I would have told you exactly what I'm up to. But you know, I took a little step back, but now I understand why. Anyway, happy new year to you all. 2022 is a good year. I can feel it. It's definitely going to be a good year. During our break, I obviously... If you know me by now, I've continued my training, come rain or shine, come minus one degrees, through work, through variance, I've continued and stayed on track. If anything, i kind of upped the ante in the last couple of weeks, so definitely working towards something and maybe I'll reveal that in a few episodes time. But I felt like our first show back after the new year, I wanted to go back to the core of the show, which is boxing, and bring on a boxer. Today's special guest is Faison Faryard, who is an amateur boxer from Luton, who is definitely rising in the ranks. In the amateur scene, he's won a lot of championships. And since the fight scene has opened up again in 2021, he is now on a winning streak since his return to the ring. And you know what the interesting thing about bringing FaZe on as a guest is that, you know when you think you know someone via someone else, or you see him on social media and you just follow their journey? That's the situation of him. Like, I've known of him for about two years now, but I I don't know him at all, really. His older brother, Atasham, he is my trainer, so I know his brother will. In fact, Atashan was on episode four of this series, if you scroll down and listen to that, if you haven't done so already. So when it came to me asking Fezan, does he want to be in the show? Part of me thought, what if he says no? Or on that, it's okay, I don't really know you like that guy. You you just don't know. That's the thing. I always presume that every guest who I want to be on the show will simply say yes, which touch wood they have, but you just don't know and you've got to respect whatever decision they make for themselves. But, Faizan happily agreed to come on and he was everything I wanted in a guest. I feel like this interview or this chat is definitely a showcase for him to just get everyone up to speed on what he's been doing since he decided to become a boxer. And it's a great piece. We discuss his beginnings, what he wants to do, what keeps him going. No pun intended, but intended, especially as a boxer who is one to watch in the amateur scene. So let's get straight into it. Faizan Fariard on Keep Going with Grant Savage. Keep going. Fazean Fario, welcome to Keep Going. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm alright. Yeah, it's, it's a new year, new start, new ambitions to go. So I'm very very. New pleased goals, to have, That's it. We're back on that. Um, 2021, the end of 2021 for you was quite a busy time, wasn't it? you were back in
1: the ring finally after how long? After two years, I was. I've been up. I've been up the ring for two years because of a shoulder injury. Right. What happened to your uh, shoulder? Uh, I, I think I'm not honestly speaking. I still don't know. But oh. I went to, at um, first, you know, whenever I'd box, I'd get, I'd get that pain at the front of my shoulder. Mm. I ignored it. I thought it was shoulder weakness. I thought it was my shoulder's weak, and i just got to work it more and more. And then I just, I just thought I'd ride it out. I'd just ride the wave. And then I had my first fight, and then my second fight, and it was still hurting. Oh, and then right. I got okay. to an appointment. After, the, after like a round or two, I couldn't lift my shoulder up again. I went to see quite a few people, um, and then I met someone about a year and a half ago that told me the, the pain wasn't, the, the injury wasn't in the shoulder, but that's where I felt the pain. The injury was behind my, um, in my back and behind my shoulder. Oh, which wow. Which is very common in boxing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then he said, said the pain is actually there, but that's where the injury is, but you'd feel the pain travelling through to your shoulder. It was like a sharp, like you not know, a sharp needle, just being poked into my shoulder all the time. He sorted me out and then... The rest is history. Oh, so I was back in the ring. You
0: returned to the ring in around November time, didn't you? October.
1: Okay,
0: October. First fight
1: October. Yeah. October. How was that feeling when you went back in? Were you ready for it? Were you nervous? No, no. The nerves. The nerves. Not after, to be honest. After my first, I was nervous my first fight when I was sixteen years old. But then, cause obviously I did have the shoulder injury, but I've been training for. So once I had the green light from my therapist, and he said to me, "You know what? Boom, you could, you could, you could do your thing." I was obviously went to the gym. Started with a new club, and when I first got told. My first but I remember when my coach first told me, Listen, 9th of October, you've got about best feeling. Oh, okay. It was because, you know, over the two years, because I used to post a lot on Instagram and stuff, I had a lot of people message me and stuff saying, Listen, when are you going to fight? We really yeah. want to see you fight, this, that, and the other. And it was a thing where finally I could show people me. I could show people what I've been working on for the past few years. I was buzzing, no nerves at all. But obviously, you do have like that slight feeling where. Mm where you do have that nerve. But nerves are good. If you control your nerves, they're good.
0: Exactly. And it's like you said, there's a high expectation on like you posting on social media, especially when you actually physically couldn't go to gyms because they're closed, and everything like that. Social media was an outlet with so many people. So how do you handle that? Okay, so I you booked the fight, it's happening, and everyone's saying, good luck, champ, or whatever it is. How do you handle that side of it, that like expectation of, okay, I've really got to deliver?
1: Now. I'd always fight better if I know more people watching. So if I'm under pressure, I'd fight better under pressure. than. then... Let's just say if I'm, if I'm in the gym and stuff and I've just got obviously my regular sparring and stuff, I'd always box better in the ring because there's an expectation and, and, and I put so much pressure on myself during camp and training and stuff that I know mentally I prepare myself and I know I've got to perform. Nothing, nothing is going to knock because you know, I put so much work into it. Mm. I have to perform. So I don't know, it's just a thing in my head where the more people that watch me the more motivation it gives me. I don't yes. want to waste. I don't want to waste anyone's money. Anyone's paying tickets and stuff like that. I don't want to waste their money. Don't want to waste their time. So it's a mm. thing where I've got to go in there and be the best face. And no matter what I've got, if there's anything, if there's a slight injury, I'm not gonna take like, I'm not gonna let that affect me. I'm gonna go in there and show them the best face I'm
0: Say when you announce you have a fire. I just presume. Well, any fighter i just presume you're going to win because i know that you put in the work to do it so losing ain't really something that i consider in my mind
1: yeah but you know whereas my older brother uh, Etcher, mm-hmm. he's been boxing for years he started boxing a lot before a long time before me and he was boxing and i'd watch i, I don't think I've, i barely missed any of his fights and and when i watched a lot of amateur boxing before i even started the sport i always i always I saw the ins and outs of the game and I've, and I've, and I've seen Ed Trams lost but then two weeks later he was back out again and he's won. And then, and then in my head I already knew in the amateurs obviously you go for a win and stuff but if you lose no big deal. It's all experience in the amateurs. Mm, mm. And because I've been watching him a lot you know you think to yourself I've given 100% in training if I lose it's only the amateurs and what I'll come back a week or two or three later yeah. and I'll get that W again.
0: How quickly did you say okay, you lost this fight? How quickly can you book the next one? Straight away. Okay.
1: I had a fight on the 26th of November and I had, a, I had one straight after on the 5th of December. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, so that's a quick turnaround, yeah, so, isn't it? So,
1: it the amateurs, yeah. With the amateurs, it's all about staying active and gaining as much experience as you can, fighting different styles. It's literally preparing you for when you hit the professional scene. When did you get to the point where you're like,
0: okay, this is definitely what I want to do?
1: When I first started, it was a thing. I never liked boxing. When I first started, I was that kid because, you know, we used to train with Dallo. Yeah, I never liked boxing. My older brother used to box. I'd play football outside. And when I finish, I'd come inside and I'd mess around. I'd be that naughty naughty kid that mess around and stuff. That's not good, is it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. This is, you're talking back when I was 12, 13 years old. Bush mm. used like, listen, just come in, train, but don't mess around. I'd go in there with my football and stop playing football. Why stay training? And I'd get kicked out. I never liked boxing. Even when I first started, I didn't like it. But when I, heard, when I had my first fight, I was like, yo, I, I knew from that moment, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: And what was it in that fight that made you think, yeah, this is it? Like,
1: is, is it the pressure or the expectation? I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just me. Because a lot of sports like football and stuff, you've got, you, could, you could be the best player, you could, but still lose a game because your teammates ain't performing. When it comes to boxing, it's you. Whatever yeah. you put in mm-hmm. is what you get out. There's no, there's no blaming anyone, it's literally you. So when you prepare for a fight and you invite people along and everything
0: like that, I feel, am I correct in thinking, that most people go, oh, brilliant, let's do it. I can't wait to see him entertain like you mentioned earlier, entertain because so I was comparing uh-huh. myself, even though I'm in a completely different situation. If people, I'll say to people tomorrow, guys, guys, I'm having a fight this week. <laughs> Most people would go, they'll be more intrigued, like, is he even any good? Where you, I presume, it would be more, oh, of course he's going to be good. So, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to be entertained. When did you get to that stage where you knew no matter what, you are giving people a show?
1: From my first fight, because my first fight was a stoppage. I fought a week later oh, again. Wow. My first fight was a second round stoppage. And then I fought yeah. a week later again. That was a second round stoppage too. Yeah. And then I thought, wow. And then obviously my third fight went the distance. And my fourth fight was a second-hand stoppage again. And, and everyone loves seeing a showstopper. Yeah, yeah. And then it got to a point where a lot of people liked my style. So when I was posting my stuff on social media, mm. you get a lot of amateur boxers that are walking forward, just five, six, seven, eight punches, which is, a, which is a good style. But mine was more of a, it was clean. It looked good to the eye. And everyone would tell me that as well. But like you said, when you have a lot of people coming down and saying, you know what, he's good, of course, and that alone, because, like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of my friends take their time off work and stuff. They yeah. take a day off work, just my bites and stuff wow. like that. And I think, you know what, I'm not losing. <laughs> I'm exactly. not losing. Yeah. What about when you're walking down the raven you can literally hear people shouting your name? How do you handle that? Do you look at them? Do you give people eye contact? Do you just, or you, no. you, you play to the crowd? Just, I'm just, I'm just minding my business, doing my thing. I'll be sure. Yeah. I'm just obviously just, just it's delicious because I walk out with my coach. And right. my coach tells me there and then. Even in the ring, he told me he told me last time. I was like, listen, in that ring, if you can block everyone yeah. out and just try hear my instructions, this is hard, but I could do yeah. it." <laughs> like obviously, you can hear it in the background and stuff, but in my head, though, even on boxing, I always keep and what keep one ear to my corner. Right. Because because the crowd will tell you anything. The mm-hmm. crowd will, the crowd loves seeing knockouts. So they could tell you anything. You can never listen to the crowd, but it's like. I've got to keep, a, I've got a, what my coach will tell me, he knows the game, he knows boxing. I try to keep one ear to my coach, even walking yeah. out, it's literally me and my coach be talking and stuff and he give me that time, listen, obviously every, everything else in the background. So how long now have you been training with your current coach? Since last year, January, so about yeah. a year now. How often do you train with him? We train on a Monday and a Wednesday with a class session and then we mm-hmm. do extra sessions like a Thursday, Friday, one-to-ones. Saturday, Sunday, sparring here and then. Do you train in Luton or do you train Watford or something? I train in Watford. Why? okay. And what made you, Is it, was there a reason you went to Watford? After COVID, Dallow ABC didn't recover too well. It's had the yeah. session going on and stuff. Yeah. And, and this was when my shoulder recovered. I needed to get out as soon as possible. Mm. So obviously one of my friends walks down at Watford uh, Boxing Club. So then I just, I just messaged the club. I went down. What's the biggest
0: championship or trophy you won
1: so far? would you say uh, i won the i won the national uh national title in the for the alliance that was in london but hopefully hopefully i'm trying to get into the uh, development championships that are coming up in march april time so that's what i'm playing for right now so i i'm having i'm going have like either fight in january one in february and in march i want to get into the championships and they're they're like on the record and stuff you know so if you if you get into, if you get seven championships you have like the likes of team GB and stuff like that. They, they're watching over them sort of things. They're, they're, they're the kind of things I want to be around.
0: I was researching you before this show. And when I say research, I typed your name on YouTube and it's hoped something would come mm-hmm. up anyway. And you mentioned in one of your previous interviews you wanted to be part of Team GB. Is that something you still want? Yeah. Or is, has COVID completely wrecked
1: up? I, I'd love to represent Team GB, but obviously the next the Olympics are coming up in 2024. I went against the Olympics, but the ones after that would be t- in 2028. I can't yeah. be 27, 28 years old. Wait for Olympics because I want to be in the amateurs, preferably for more of like the next three years maximum. And if I could get if if I come in the national and stuff like that and get through to Team GB, it'd be a massive boost. And it looks good in your it looks good in your when you turn pro.
0: So when is that moment when you decide? Okay, I've done the amateurs. It's time to officially go pro.
1: When I fought on, when you've had a few championship behind your belt, you fought you 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 feel like you fought enough different styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 to go into the professional game because more than anything it's about fighting different spies, it starts getting different experience so if I fought over in let's just say Germany, Mexico Poland or whatever I fought over in England I've gone to different championships so once you fight in the championships you're fighting the best mm-hmm. if, you could, if you could go in there and, and obviously do well and win them championships against the best you know you're ready but I've never keep... really had an amateur style. My style has always been a professional style. Like my boxing right. style is a professional style. So it's, it's a thing where I've got to adapt for the time being to the amateur style. But boy, boy, once I turn pro, I'll be buzzing. In the ring itself, what's your strongest attribute? Is it skill? Is it the quickness? Is it the power punch? What would you say is your secret weapon? A mix of everything. to be honest. I like hitting a moving. So I'd hit and move. So I'd throw my shots, move. I, I prefer being on the back foot than chasing someone around the ring. So if I'm around the back foot, because I've I've good, I have very good footwork, head movement and stuff. So I hit and I move. I don't mind being in the back for three minutes, three rounds straight. But I'd make sure you would, you don't hit me, because I've got a long reach for mm. my weight class. I'm pretty big, because I'm because I'm slim and tall. I'm big, so I get a lot of short and stocky people trying to walk me down. So I'm always hitting and moving, hitting and moving, obviously with speed and stuff. And when the opportunity shows, I show my power too.
0: And what is your current weight? I'm
1: trying. Uh, I'm, at, uh, I'm at 75 kg as we speak. And then I'll probably, I'll probably, I'm probably probably I i trying to go down to 74 for the championship. So I'll stay around wow. 75. So I'll, I'll probably be in the championship 74 kg because there, I believe, from 71 to 75 kg. So I'll just be 74 just in the safe side. Cause in, I'm not joking. I can't even have a bar of chocolate. Because oh, whereas wow. I have no body fat, I can't lose more, no more weight than I already lost. If I let myself go for three days... I've put on three kg minimum. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I pick up weight so quick. It's because I've held myself back from gaining weight. That's I'm, whenever I'm training, I'm training in a sauna suit. So if I've gone like a five, yeah. six, seven, eight mile run, it's in a sauna suit. If I'm boxing, it's in a sauna suit and I'm holding myself back. I wanna stay in this weight as long as I can. But as I let myself go, I probably if America, when I'm on my diet plan, I have no cheat days. Well like, you yeah, have to discipline. Occasionally there. in about two weeks, i will probably have like a muffin if that. <laughs> because i know if i i know if i let myself go for a day I'll pick up weight there and then and that's like a 6 7 mile run gone to the bin so if
0: your mum was to say look, like, i made this massive meal you're going to eat it
1: what would like what would you say like i'm oh, no offense, i can't i've got to sick to this that's it my mum's mom, very understanding she knows oh, okay. yeah so she would she would make a massive meal but she would make me a meal on the side oh okay that's good then. she it's hates least... me boxing she hates it oh, really like, my mum hates me boxing like if, she, if 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 she if it was up I I'll, I'll, I'll quit there and then. But she hates it so much, but she's so supportive. Just because that's
0: really funny. My mum's the complete opposite. She loves the unboxing. You know, it's completely different to yours. She loves it, but like, that's
1: brilliant. And my dad's more like, oh gosh, what are you doing? It's really weird. Though. Mine's opposite. My dad loves it. He doesn't like me. He doesn't like watching us or like me or Epstein fight. But he loves the fact that we box because exactly, yeah. He knows. He knows because my dad's my dad's always been like a fitness freak as well. Growing up. So he knows because I'm boxing, even if let's just say, God forbid, I don't make it, but I've, yeah. I've kept myself around. Wrang- I've, I've kept myself away from bad people. I've been on a good diet. I've been training and I've been focusing on goals. I haven't been a bum all my life. Exactly. You know you Keep kept, kept yourself motivated. When I see your dad occasionally when
0: I'm training, he always looks at me like, oh, That's good. That's good that you're, you're still doing this. Yeah. So now I know
1: he's, he's into fitness.
0: Now I understand where he's coming from from that end of it. No, he's
1: telling me the other day as well. He's like, He was like, uh, that grant that comes outside it's all his training it's so dedicated oh like, yeah he goes, he goes he goes he was like cold warm the rain he's listen, training and i was like he,
0: yeah this listen do you know what i was saying to a friend the other week i only started i never even watched boxing before 2019 i'd never it was never i knew the base the core basics of what boxing was you know and then he mm-hmm. was one of the coaches at Dallow, because obviously that building itself i used to manage it so mm-hmm. he said come and join etc etc I said, fine, well, I'll do it to shut you up, basically. And then I stayed with it <laughs> the whole time because I was enjoying it. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but I enjoyed it. And then I always think that was kind of like my preparation for 2020. Because if, mm-hmm. you know, if the pandemic happened. What was what was my escape from my reality of work and pressure and
1: trying to stay healthy? It was boxing. But for, for someone that didn't box, I remember when I first noticed in the gym, yeah. you you never stopped. Never <laughs> stopped. You were just on, on, on the green light. 24-7, your, your fitness for someone that didn't box was mm. good. I was surprised. That was good. Do you know what I do, I, I kind of
0: cringe looking back at when I was at the gym because if it was now. yeah. And I remember after training sessions, one of the coaches always used to say, oh come on boys, let's take a group picture. And I always used to hide at the back because I was embarrassed, not embarrassed to be there, but I just embarrassed, I don't know, I just didn't feel, you know, nowadays, two years later, I would never do that, ever. You know, I feel like I've worked enough to be, feel worthy, of, I'm proud of being there. There
1: you go, yeah. Boxing gives you that confidence. Mm. That's what I advise. I advise everyone. like Even if you're not trying to, to, mm. to be a world champion, just box. It, yeah. it gives you confidence. It tells a, a one round of boxing, a round of sparring or even boxing, it will teach you a lot about yourself. Yeah. A yeah. lot. And, and boxing, can, you like, you only, only put yourself through the pace mentally and stuff, your builds you, but it teaches you a lot about yourself. I
0: think I'd always want to like just see in the moment how I would handle a fight. Just to see mm-hmm. how my brain would handle them two or three minutes. Just you know, it just, it's just just interesting. It's like I said, you're by yourself by that point, like you can uh, walk in if you're training a butt the scene of bell rings, it's you and your opponent. So you
1: gotta think mentally it. what you've done. Ooh, but a lot tough. of people think, yeah, that's it's just like you said, mental. A lot of people think boxing is a tough man's sport. It's not, it's a smart man's sport. You got you um, I'm in that ring every second trying to plot. I'm trying to plot a trap mm-hmm. to to get what get to my opponent, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a chess game. You've got yeah. to be one, two, three steps ahead of your opponent. You've got to plot stuff like like feinting the jab, seeing their reaction. If if, if they keep dropping their hand, I, I, every time I dip, I'll come back with the overhand right or left hook, stuff like that. It's very like, it's not a tough man's sport. It's, yeah. it's a
0: smart man's sport. My favourite quote in boxing is, don't get caught
1: admiring your own work. So even if you've done something, mm. get out of there. He's coming back. There you go. There you go. Always, uh, every time I throw a combination... I step back or I pivot off. You stay there, you stay yourself in that centre line, you're going to get caught. That's but so, uh, You can't hit a good shot and think, oh yes, I caught him. If the man is standing, you've got to be locked in. But yeah. When you get that first hit in a fight, how do you react to that? You're like, oh God, okay, I wake up now, or you just come to the territory? When I first got hit or when I get hit now? Both. Do you know when they come to boxing and getting hit, I I was fine with it because when I was when I was younger, like even when I was like seven, eight, nine, ten years old, yeah. my dad would make me grapple my older cousins when they come over all the time. So I was grappling, I was moving around with them, and stuff like that. So it wasn't really a thing where I was phased of getting hurt or anything because I've been de- I've been like moving around with the older lot, all yeah. my older cousins are like five, six, seven years younger than me. So when I but when I first got hit, I'm not joking, I got hit on the nose. I'd yeah. I'd in my eyes and I thought I thought wow, but then. Now it's the thing where I'd get hit, but I'd be more mad at myself for getting. I shouldn't right, be getting hit. Yeah, don't get hit like that again. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's actually true, actually, because I even when I train, I get accidentally get hit. I'm like, I when, like, when he apologized I know I'm apologising. I am i should not have got
1: hit. <laughs> that's it, because 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 that's 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 what we got to do. If I get hit, why did I get hit? I shouldn't be getting hit. You know what I'm saying? Because I have that high expectations of myself. I will never even all my fights that the fights that I've just had now. Whenever I see a performance, I I'm like my biggest critic. I yeah. think I, I always tell myself I could do better. I'm not I'm not I'm yeah. not impressed. I'm not impressed, I'm not impressed. I don't know when yeah. end, it, it don't that ever, ends, but I don't think I ever
0: ends. Even yeah. if you have like a bad training session, like yes. if I if I would never say it, but if I feel like I've had a bad training session, no matter where I'm doing it, I always kind of beat myself up about it.
1: It's just yeah, even if you just come back, the fact that you come back. If, there you go. In a way, that's a good thing because you'll be, be trying to prove a point to yourself. So you come back yeah. the next session and mm. you'd go harder. Mm. But then again, if you think to yourself, oh yeah, I'm so good. I'm so this, I'm those. You wouldn't be working your weaknesses because you think you're, you're, yeah. you're that top dog. But where, yeah. whereas you're criticising yourself all the time, you're always working on things. You're always trying to improve. Do you say to your coach, tell me what I've done wrong? Or tell me or film and Just show me. Yeah. Always. Like when yeah. I'm in the, when I'm doing stuff, even when I'm shadowboxing, like my coach watches me. I'll ask him again, I'll go, listen, what am I doing wrong? Even if I'm dropping my right hand, or dropping my hands or anything, I'll ask him. Even if I'm not in and out there quick enough, I'd always ask him. Every like every other session, I always ask my coach for an update. He'd yeah. always give me a thing to work on. And it could never end because there's always room for improvement. Even if you're the best of all time, there's still something else to learn. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You can't, you can't be a perfect fighter because you could be such a good fighter, but someone that's not on your level but has an awkward style could give you a beating because wow. the style... Styles make fights. So you just got to work on different styles and, uh, and different type of opponents. What about away from
0: the ring? How do you carry yourself in terms of your image and style? And if you carry yourself as a boxer? Or are you like, oh, guys, guess what? I'm a boxer as well. Like, how do you carry your boxing mentality into your
1: everyday I don't life? really I don't really tell ev- everyone I'm a boxer. But pretty much everyone knows me. Like someone's asked, yeah. what do you do for a living? I just said, listen, I work. I do security and stuff. So I just right. live that. But... When it comes to carrying myself, I'm not. I'm not obviously. I'm not at that level where I've turned pro and I've got titles and stuff, and I've got a lot of people watching me and stuff. But I know, in and around the gym, I've got a lot of kids that do look up to me. And more than anything, I'm in that gym, turning up on time, training hard, trying to motivate the kids. I just got to make sure I keep myself away from bad people, away from away from bad company. Keep myself around good people, and it's all. Am I joking? Like. If my mates go out for a meal, I can't go sometimes. But now I've got a fight date um, At the end of the month, I can't go out. I need to make it. And that's my only goal. I, until I don't reach world champion, I'm not going to stop. Good. Good. You need, to, you need to keep, literally, in the theme
0: of the show, you need to keep going with it because this is clearly your path and you know what the end goal is. Then who's stopping that's you it, bit, yeah. other than yourself?
1: There you go. I
0: think for me as well, like, I know what my end goal of this is now. And now yeah. I have to kind of see it through because I've kind of spoken it into existence. I'll manifest it, that's the word. And it's uh-huh. just, you've just got to see it through. It's just for yourself, not for no one in particular, just literally for yourself and to tick so, off, you know.
1: That'd be a big box to tick off, but I'm going to, I'm going to tick it off. <laughs> I'm sure you will. And the thing is,
0: you're 20. And the fact that you're disfocused at 20, I can't even remember being 20 myself. So the fact that <laughs> I, wish I, had, I wish I had that mentality when I was your age, because I would have been, well, you know, I had some mentality, but just to read that is very, very... Respectable. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And, um, if
1: you go into if you go into boxing at sixteen and you had the work that you did today, you would have been in a different <laughs> different place.
0: You know what? It's funny. I always, I I thought that be, if I started boxing even at your age now, I would have been. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But I think I would have definitely dabbled in a bit more. But it is. easy. Yeah, it think it's coming to your life at certain points at certain times. Um, I'm a big believer
1: of everything happens for a reason.
0: Yeah, I think that's very very true as well. The one big thing turning point in boxing I've noticed recently is the rise of YouTube boxes like the logan pool yeah
1: what's your viewpoint on that do you support it or you just see it's entertainment only it's it's entertainment man yeah. honestly speaking uh it's good in a sense where it's getting the it's getting the name of boxing bigger a lot of new audience into boxing the sports mm. getting bigger i don't know i'm not i'm not really uh i wouldn't watch them guys but it's good for yeah. boxing though it's, it's boxing's getting bigger i don't really uh, like Jake Paul, I've heard in his last, he paid he paid a lot of the undercards that wasn't making as much money. Okay, he that's something. He paid them 200 yeah. grand, yeah. grand, grand. He, he is a good thing, but I don't really watch them a lot.
0: But do you ever think, oh, they're getting all this attention, but they're putting in less the work that like even I do or what I've done for years? Do you ever think like that?
1: That see that, do you know what I mean? this is what I mean. At first, I was mad. I was thinking, you know what? I've trained for like so many years, and I will be training for so many years. To get to the to get to that level of, of, of you know just like the amount of fans that are watching me stuff to get that stage but his he's built a youtube channel got got a few million followers and his his this like you know what i'm saying with a big audience on that big stage mm. but it is what it is it is what it is
0: and it's the business and i think if you say okay at least it brings more ISO to the products then it hopefully then extra eyes will go let me see what the real amateurs or pros alike as well. Mm-hmm. So you could benefit, there is benefits to having both of them, I'd say. hundred percent. It, it makes the sport bigger, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know when you've had your fight and you're not too sure if you've won, but you think you've won and they're just waiting for the decision to be made.
1: What's going on in your mind before they raise your hand or don't raise your hand? Honestly, most of mine have been unanimous. I've not had a close fight, but I thought, have I? Haven't I? have I? Haven't I? So in my head, I was just thinking, don't rob me. Don't rob me. Because Amazon, <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised. Some fights... Some fights you'd watch and you think, you know what, this guy's won, but then it's it's, it's a complete opposite. Yeah. So it is, it is, what it is, man. But it is obviously in your head. You do like you do play. You think, have I done enough? Have I done enough? Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd done enough, but I have the judges thought I've done enough and stuff? But as you but when your hand gets raised, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. I can so no better that. feeling than when your hand gets raised in the air.
0: And obviously, your Older brother, Atajam has been my main trainer for a long time now. How is it having an older brother who is also a boxer and knows his stuff and can train you additionally?
1: Yeah, I learned a lot from him. Yeah. He's, he was in the game when he was a lot younger than me, but because he's got a lot of experience, I learned a lot from him. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a massive advantage. So if I'm, if I'm ever stuck with anything, I, I I turn to him if yeah. I need if I need the session I'll turn to him and boy oh boy he makes me work and then yeah. you had like even even my last fight and stuff he's always around even because like, he's seen the game he gives good advice he'll he'll tell you he'll tell you exactly what to do it's a very good thing having an older brother that's good
0: so I think uh, like obviously I train with him as well so I just take everything he says I just take his word for it so like I, I definitely agree with you in that area as well yeah he is he knows yeah, stuff it's been so many years is i'll be surprised
1: if he didn't know his stuff yeah, Makes sense God, you do. <laughs> yeah, i yeah i'm not one of them guys i'm not one of them guys to just listen if i know you're talking rubbish if you're talking rubbish listen this ain't it well with him when he talks to you you know this man knows his stuff which i have
0: no doubt you have a great future in the sport i think you definitely put in the years of experience and dedication to it just keep going with your own journey of that and just show people what you can do. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh my Instagram is 80 xxer. That's 80X xxer. My Instagram, I, I use my social media just for boxing. You know? I'm not really a social media type of guy. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, that's my Instagram, that's my boxing Instagram, and that's where you can find me, ATX ER. Yeah. Definitely. And I'll make sure I tag that in the description. Is there anything else you want to share, people, before we wrap up? Yeah, man. Look, follow the journey. You're gonna you're gonna hear of me sooner rather than later. I'm Ooh. coming for everything you, I
0: think you've recorded that now You've got that on recording So you've got to stick to that now Run, you, you don't delete <laughs> this You keep this For so the next five years is, I know. But I'll refer back I, to it I'm milking this interview for as well so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll shout it out, But listen, everyone Follow that episode Listen to what I said five years ago mm. I, I was thinking before this interview I don't think I've ever
0: really had a chance
1: To proper chat to you Like proper like this before. No, we've all had a like hi, Jim, how how you doing disturb But we yeah.
0: never sat down and chat. Yeah, it's weird because so even thinking back to two years ago, I've never so many of the guys I've reconnected through the show it's just in training in person. It's weird that two years on, this is what I'm doing with them. But yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's you're nice. on board, nothing like nice. that. Well, thank you yeah. for coming on. Think it's going thanks on. for having me on, for on. And I will see you soon. Take care. Hopefully, see you soon. Take care. Well, there you have it, Faizan Farriard there, and as you can hear. He's achieved a lot in the sport already and he has a very promising future. And a lot of his philosophy in boxing can be transferred onto fellow boxers. And even if you're not involved in the boxing sport, having good people around you, having the right mindset, having the right diet, speaking, asking the essential questions to help you succeed in life. We can all learn something from Faizan <laughs> If we go back to the start of the episode when I mentioned I had never really spoken to him before thing back because obviously of each episode I go away and listen to the recording about 50 times and edit and everything like that you can literally hear me in the interview going yeah yeah or, tell me like in a way that like, tell me more because it's always fascinating to hear people's stories especially from people that you won't necessarily talk to all the time that's what we have time for today and keep going I'm Grant Savage you can follow me on Instagram for all the latest news at grant one I promise you I will be back for more episodes very
1: soon so check them out In the meantime, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Keep going.